Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Have you ever seen a bird worried about what it will eat or concerned about what it looks like? (laughs) Today, Pastor J.D. encourages you to take heart. You were created in the image of God. Place your trust for forgiveness of sins in Jesus Christ. Spread the good news of Jesus to other people. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 18, 2021. This is the hope that only God can give. And if God gives it, you're going to get it. I don't mean it like that. (laughs) I'm going to get it? No, not like that. God has given us this hope. I know my plans for you, and I'm going to let you in on it. My plan is to give you a future and a hope. Yeah, but pastor, you don't understand. The deadline now for me is August 6th. For my kids going to school, August 1st or whatever it is, end of August for some. We get those emails in voluminous numbers from people all over saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, they are forcing us to either get this thing or lose our livelihood. What am I going to do? Well, Maybe this should have been the final question. I might as well address it. What do I do if I have to make that choice between either getting the jab or losing my job? That's a very real thing, even now as we speak. And I want to give you kind of a twofold answer. This is not from my notes, this is from my heart, because I too am dealing with this issue on many levels. First of all, if you get the jab, you're still saved. Okay? Nobody can take you out of the Father's hands. Nothing can separate you from the love that God has for you. Last week we talked about Psalm 91. I would encourage anyone who has taken the jab, first of all, I would really encourage you not to get the second one, (laughs) just saying. But more so I would really encourage you, those of you who have, to really go to the Lord, spend some time in Psalm 91, pray, ask the Lord for His divine protection over you. And for those who 
are going to make the very hard decision to not take this thing, knowing, and you've counted the cost, I really want to encourage you to trust the Lord. Please, I know that can sound cliche. It is anything but. I know for me in my house, (laughs) we're going to trust the Lord. We're going to take it one day at a time, because I never imagined that God is in heaven going, man, the deadline's coming up on August 1st. What are we? Gabriel, Michael, get over here. What are we going to do? Nah. You don't think God's going to take care of you? Yeah, but what am I going to do? I mean, financially. Oh, God's not going to provide? God's not going to provide for you? How do you know that God doesn't have something infinitely better for you? Just waiting for you. And just trust Him. You will never regret trusting in the Lord. And I know for some it's really hard right now. I mean the family dynamics, just heartbreaking, some of the things that people write in and ask us for prayer concerning, oh, just so heartbreaking. I mean, mothers and fathers with prodigal sons and wayward daughters are just, they're just devastated. And I just want to encourage you and remind you and testify to you, because I can testify, if you put me on the witness stand, I can testify under oath that God will see you through, no matter how hard it is, no matter what it is. God will see you through, and it will be perhaps in a way that you never imagined possible. Just wait, you'll see what God's going to do. I know the situation looks so perilous, it looks so impossible, but God is the God of the impossible, and God desires to do those things in our lives if we will but believe. He will provide. And you're going to go deeper in your relationship with the Lord. And as hard as it is, you'll look back on it if the Lord tarries. And you'll say of that time, though I would never want to go through that again, I would never trade what God did in my life when I went through that. You will taste from a cup that few do. You will taste of the Lord and see that He is good. And He loves you so much. He will never leave you or forsake you. He will always be there for you. Oh my goodness, He's in you. God the Holy Spirit's in you. I think you're in good hands. You got nothing to worry about. Yeah, but they're coming to the door. They're threatening my employment. Well, apparently they don't know who my daddy is. (laughs) Can I say it like that? Jesus said that my heavenly Father cares for the birds in the air and the lilies of the field. 
there's never been a human being clothed as magnificently and splendidly as that flower right there that's here today and gone tomorrow. That flower was not created in the image of God. You were. That bird, I've never yet seen a bird freaking out about having enough worms for next month. You know, building barns, stuffing worms in there, hedging against the future, just in case. I'm prepping. <laughs> nah. Why? Because your heavenly Father feeds them, and they never worry about that. How much more will your heavenly Father care for you? Why are you so worried? Why do you go back and forth and fret so much? Don't you know who your daddy is and how much he loves you? He will provide your every need. Well, I want to end with the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ and also the ABCs of salvation. The gospel very simply is this. The Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians in chapter 15, the first four verses says, the gospel is that Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again from the dead on the third day. That's the good news. Why is that good news? Because He did that for you. He paid in full the price for you. He went to His death instead of you. That's the good news, the gospel of salvation. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son to die for us instead of us, that whosoever among us would believe in Him would not perish in hell for all eternity, by the way, but have everlasting life in heaven with Him for all eternity. So I want to do something a little bit different with the ABCs of salvation. Something this last week that kind of dawned on me is the centrality of the B, believe. Now stay with me. The A and the C all point to the B. Almost sounds like an algebra equation. Let me try that again. All one needs to do to be saved is believe. It's actually simpler than ABC. Truth be made known, it's B. <laughs> believe. Believe. Wait, don't I have to repent? No, I don't. Believe. Well, what about, don't I have to come forward and pray a prayer? No. Believe. And what precedes the believe is, wow, I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I need to put my trust in the Savior because I'm a sinner. It's the acknowledging of your need for Jesus Christ. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. 
And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. It's when we come to that realization that we're a sinner, you'll forgive me for the way I'm saying this, that we're in the market for a Savior. See, if I'm not a sinner, I'm not in the market for a Savior. I know that's kind of a crass way to say it, but that's what needs to happen. And that's how all of us come to faith in Jesus Christ. It's by coming to the realization that, and we see ourselves as God sees us, a sinner in need of a Savior. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, when I realize, hey, I've sinned, and that sin carries a penalty, and that penalty is the death penalty, and then I hear about someone that has went to their death in my place, that's good news. That's the gospel, and that's what Jesus did, and that's the B. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Now what happens when we come to faith in Jesus Christ? We believe in Jesus Christ. Now understand, believe is not just, well, I believe, I believe in God. Nope. Believe means to put your faith, your trust in the person of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. That's what you're believing. You are believing in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And then it just comes out. In fact, if you're anything like me again, and I suspect many of you were when you first got saved, you could not shut your mouth. I mean, all you wanted to do was talk about Jesus. And all you could do, remember those times? I'm sure you have fond memories like I do of those times when you first came to Christ. And I mean, you couldn't stop talking and praising Him and calling upon Him. That's the sea. It says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10.13 says that all who call upon the name of the Lord will be, will be saved. For me that was 39 years ago. I'll never forget it. It was at night, cold January night on the mainland, and I had just heard the gospel so simply and wonderfully presented. And I realized, oh my goodness, it's like ACDC says and sings, I'm on the highway to hell. I don't want to go to hell. So 
I put my faith in and believed in Jesus Christ, and I fell asleep praying. And this, basically this was my prayer, and I'm not proud of this. First of all, I was very intoxicated, very high on a lot of drugs. And I remember just, you know, praying myself to sleep, saying, I don't want to go to hell. That was my sinner's prayer. That was my prayer. I don't want to be on the highway to hell. I want to be on the highway to heaven. Just like that. And I fell asleep. Woke up the next morning. As God is my witness, I could not start my day without tobacco, drugs, and alcohol. I know that's gross, but first thing in the morning was the beer and the bong. Went to reach for the beer, went to reach for the bong. The Holy Spirit's in me now. And in that still small voice said, you don't need that anymore. I'm like, I don't? And I stopped, and I never looked back. And for years I had tried in my own strength the willpower to stop. I never could. But now I had the Holy Spirit. I know it's not necessarily as dramatic for everyone, but for me it was, that's it. All those ACDC records that were telling me I'm on the highway to hell, and Led Zeppelin trying to tell me I'm on the stairway to heaven, but it's actually the staircase to hell. Don't get me started on that one. (laughs) Gone. Done. And I replaced it with, I didn't have a Bible. So I went out and got, remember those good news Bibles? I mean, limited vocabulary. And not really a translation, more of a paraphrase, but that's what I needed. And even that was a stretch for me. I had killed so many brain cells, many of which have never come back (laughs) yet, although God has restored the years the locusts and the drugs and the lifestyle has destroyed. And I couldn't put it down. I started in Genesis. I read it all the way through. It took me about six months. I couldn't put it down. I couldn't get enough. Man, it was the bread of life, the water of life. Before we uh, end, just real quick, I want to share with you this email. I think you'll get a kick out of it. I know I did. It comes from Mike and Denise Spiro of Corpus Christi, Texas. Hello, Pastor J.D. I thought I would send a quick email that hopefully will give you a smile during the week as you pour through the depressing details that fortunately brings us the great messages and hope that you bring us each week. We have been online members for quite a while. Never miss your updates. Love hearing the interesting ways the ABCs are delivered. I wanted to share this one with you. Just a background. Those of us who have Jeeps know we have our own little world between us. One game we found out is called Duck Duck Jeep, where a Jeep owner randomly leaves a rubber duck with a note with good wishes for the day and an invitation to do the same to others by buying the little ducks and continuing the gesture to other Jeepers. On our way home from the beach one day, my wife's light bulb went off 
And she said, why don't we get little frogs instead of ducks and tie an ABCs of salvation card to it instead of the duck? (laughs) So we've gone from rats to ducks to frogs. I said, that's a great idea. We could put J.D. Frog on it. (laughs) Well, it gets better. And call it the Frog Brigade. (laughs) So long story short, we are sending a photo of a few frogs ready to go. It turns out the ones we got had a little hole in their mouths that fit a rolled up scroll of the ABCs, and it fit perfectly so they don't get lost, but they pique the interest of whoever picks it up to pull the scroll and read the message. Of course, we don't just leave them on Jeeps. We wanted to send it to you because we knew you would get a kick out of the frog connection. Hey, I not only got a kick out of it, but (laughs) I love it. You never know. God chooses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise, you know. I guess if God can speak through a donkey, He can speak through a frog too, right? (laughs) That was a great way to end. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much. Lord, it's getting real and fast. And I got to believe that what we looked at and talked about today just has to hit home with so many. Lord, I just pray especially for anyone that's really discouraged or fearful or even hopeless and that hopelessness is giving way to despair. Lord, I just pray that you'll pick them up, hold them up, love them, (laughs) encourage and strengthen them, and just remind them that everything is going perfectly according to your prophetic plan, and that they are safe in the palm of your hands, under the shelter of your wings, that you will always care for them, and provide for them, and protect them, no matter what. Lord, thank you. Thank you for Bible prophecy. Were it not for Bible prophecy, we would have no idea about any of this. And it's because we have Bible prophecy that we're able to connect those dots with what's happening in the world today. And it's like you said, Jesus, that when we see these things begin to come to pass, we can look up and lift up our heads because our redemption draws nigh. We really believe that, Lord. And Lord, lastly, for anyone that might be here or watching online that has never put their trust in you, believed in you, I pray that today would be the day of their salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. 
With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.